Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kosh Cast on underthekoshblog.com and at under underscore the Kosh on Twitter. My name is Alex. Roche is here. Hello, everybody. Mohanad is here. Hello. Bernie is here. Wagwan. <laughs> Jamaica. I, I think hey. I say Wagwan every episode. I got to change my catchphrase. No, I think it's two in a row. But, oh, okay. You know, yeah. <laughs> one, one more and you got a hat trick. Um, it's good that everyone's here on a week that there's absolutely nothing to talk about. I don't really know where we're going to start or how we're going to fill this hour. Um, but, you know, um, seismic seismic shifts. Why don't we start with, with seismic shifts? So very quickly, can you can you sum up your reaction to the Super League news in two words, please, Bernie? Shit fest. <laughs> uh, Manad? That's hard, man. It's, uh, sci- cala- what is it? Cataclysmic? What is it? What's that word? <laughs> Cataclysmic. Cataclysmic. There we go. Cataclysmic change. All right. Roche? Mine's, uh, I don't know if two words, but one phrase, maybe. Maybe two phrases. Um, if you don't like it, find a new sport. <laughs> or Oh, sorry. Yes. You either put up or shut up. That's how I feel. All right. Mine is fucking bollocks, but we'll um, <laughs> we'll take it from there. Um, okay. I'm going to start with questions this week because like a lot of people are getting in touch. I think a lot of people are feeling a lot of things. Um, and, you know, it's actually hard. Like there were Premier League games, there were FA Cup games, but it's hard really to remember them or think about them very much given everything that is. Well, because they, they don't matter anymore. That is going on. Well, yeah, literally, precisely. Literally don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> the sport that we love has essentially been wiped out um, in an afternoon. Is it, you like we? Everyone kind of knew that rumblings were happening, but you just didn't think it would happen that quickly. Anyway, um, let me uh, let me open up the Twitter box. Oh, I should say by the way that this week they don't know this, but the Koshcast this week is sponsored by uh, Vax Hunters Canada. If you don't know where to go and get a vaccine, go to at Vax Hunters Can on Twitter, and they will help. It's an absolutely amazing resource. Go and get your bloody vaccine. Thank yeah, you. while you pull up the questions, Alex, I just want to say I, I was thinking about something, uh, you know, how how quickly this come about. You talked about how it was kind of sprung on us. We knew there was talk in the background. Just how quickly it came about. It made me think that something besides, you know, and the communication and the collaboration it required, et cetera, et cetera. I am not surprised that different fans maybe feel that their club's hierarchy or management or owners were not really into the club for the last year or two, because clearly this has been taking up all, like, like they're sitting there trying to think, why is Kroenke from an Arsenal perspective not at the AGMs, or why is he not, you know, engaging the fans about Edu? Like, clearly he just, no one cared except of the top teams, except of making this happen, and they've clearly been working on it for a couple of years, and you know, it's been taking up all their attention and I can see, you know, you can almost like in hindsight think, okay, I get it now. I get why you haven't been around. I get why you haven't been present or care about, you know, anything really. Yeah. When, uh, when Agnelli was saying things like, we can't be bothered to like play minnows like Genoa every week. What he meant was like, he doesn't want to have to go to these games because <laughs> yeah. he's busy with other meetings. Um, all right, let's go to the question. So, uh, I mean, the first one isn't a question, but it's from um, uh, at real underscore LFC underscore fan uh, who says, take a shot every time you talk about the Super League. Now, I didn't say this in my response, but 
it, we're the wrong pod to ask to do that because essentially, well, Mahana doesn't drink. Bernie can't drink, uh, by which I mean half a beer and he's finished. Um, <laughs> Lies <Wilbur. laughs> and, and so really it would just be Rochelle and I getting hammered and Mahana getting annoyed. Pretty much. That's why we can't have nice things. <laughs> I think... Anyway, Roche is the reason we can have nice things, but I won't get into that because we have other controversial things to get into. So let, let's get into the questions because I'm, I'm, I'm eager. Fair enough. All right. Um, so here's one from. Oh, this is this is a good one. So you're gonna have to put your your thinking caps on, right? Um, this might be an entire bonus episode of a question. Says uh, Steve McGovern at the Novelty Act on Twitter. But here it goes. If you could curate your own Super League of teams from any era to watch forever. Which teams would you pick? For example, Pep's Barcelona, 1999 Man United, etc. I, I would just—I think... I mean, the question is clearly fictional, so I would just pick all of those to play at the same time. And finally, we'd answer a lot of the questions of, you know, who's better and could Maradona do it now? And you know, I pick like—I don't care the format. Who cares? I pick like Brazil 70s. They could be in there. You know, like you could just bring it Maradona's 86 or whatever, like something like that. Like I would just pick all the great teams, have them around at the same time, and then they can just battle it out once and for all. I think that's fair. Can, can we get 12 though? Like, can we name 12? So like, I, I agree with C that like Pep's Barca and 99 United would be in there. Yeah, Arsenal I, I would, Invincibles. Yeah, I'm going to throw Arsenal Invincibles. Chelsea 03. I think AC Milan yep. in the 80s. Like just take the AC Milan and throw them in there. Even two thousand and like five AC Milan. Roche, Roche, you who who do you think? Because I know you're you're deep in the annals. Annals, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, I think we mentioned some good ones. AC Milan from you know the Yapstam and the Maldini days. So two AC Milan teams. Yeah, unbelievable. Okay, just away kits have to make sure they do that. Galacticos. I would I would have the Galacticos for sure. But but the question is which one? Maybe both the Galacticos, the 90s Galacticos and the 2010s Galacticos as well. All right, that's two Real Madrids and two AC Milans. I'd have um, the Busby Babes as well. Since, since we're going they far. They would get murked. What Why, <laughs> mate? They have Charlton hitting the, he was actually kicking a ball that felt like a rock 40 yards into the net. Like, come on. <laughs> did we did we talk about we thought we, we you Alex, you have eight fingers or nine fingers up. That includes nine. the Brazil and, and Argentina? No. So Brazil yeah, and Argentina. I would, I would like those two. Yeah. We're we're at Definitely have Liverpool, but I'm not sure which Liverpool team from the two uh, two decades of dominance that they had in the 70s and the 80s. Fair enough. I think, yeah, probably probably the 80s Liverpool team. So that's 12. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's more. Ajax. Oh, yeah. Like there's more. Ooh, yeah. 90s Ajax. Yeah. Pep's like dream team. Like not the one he managed, but the one he played in. Yeah. Easy to get to 12. Oh, I think we have to expand the division. <laughs> it's gonna have to be 15 teams. Uh anyway, so Steve, there you go. Um here's another one. Uh <laughs> Alan at offside twice says, long time fan, first time questioner. Is COVID a better distraction than football now? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's been way too like the last what is it has been a day now? Has yeah. been 
it's way too much taken and we talked about this when the news of Mourinho sacking is not even looked at twice you know something big is happening because you know that Mourinho sacking date you wait for that you circle that you predict it you put it in your calendar you're like this is going to be a pod where we just talk about Mourinho and his failings and then like I'm looking on Twitter and there's barely a tweet about Mourinho like there was the new the official news and then nothing no opinions no banter nothing it was just that just shows you the magnitude of this news when Mourinho doesn't get bantered on the timeline of a of an Arsenal fan, you know. It's true, man. Like like Spurs literally saw this this shitstorm going, and they they sent out their <laughs> their ESL tweet, and then they were like, "Actually, this would be a great time. <laughs> Let's just bury it now." Do you believe the whole? Gonna... Do you believe the whole like he didn't want to take the squad to training for because of ESL. No, like, no, that's that's childish bullshit. Like, no, <laughs> like you think Jose Mourinho, like I tweeted this, like he's, he's a man on his knees. You think he doesn't want stability of not having to like do anything on merit? What? <laughs> no way. He would. I bet you, Mourinho has been secretly championing this and encouraging this from the get go. Like this is his thing. Come on now. Would not what was that more the payout figures? He's he's made a hundred million in just being fired. So yep. I think he wanted to be fired. <laughs> oh yeah, no, for sure. I mean, this is why you put that kind of clause in your contract. He knows that you know it's almost to the point where he doesn't want to leave amicably because you could lose twenty million in the process. Like it just <laughs> doesn't make it, even if you get a treble in your first season at Spurs, you still want to leave in your second season, <laughs> you know, in flames because you want to get those twenty million. Like yeah, why well, I I want you the Champions League, but I'm losing out on twenty million. Hell no. <laughs> It's true. Exactly. It's true. All right. We'll uh, we'll we'll delve back into Moo, etc. in a little bit. Um, Carlos Verde at Carlos77 Verde V E R D E says, wonder if my Porto UCL future is still in play. Thoughts, lads? Uh, my initial reaction to this is like, I mean, I take take it to mean Carlos, you know, would at, at one day like to play for Porto in the Champions League. Um, more of a chance if they're not in the oh, super. Yeah. Cup because they'll have le- uh, the Super League rather because they'll have less money to recruit and so well also there's more chance of them being in it and there's even more chance of them winning it so it's looking great for Carlos I think I I think I think there's there's a short term and a long term answer to that and the short term <laughs> is yeah you can definitely win the Champions League and in fact now is a great chance to bring Mourinho so he can win three three of them for you at you know with Porto but long term the Champions League will die. The Super League will kill the Champions League and there will no longer be a Champions League. That's literally what is going to happen. <laughs> so get it while you can in the next five years because there probably won't I be a mean, Champions League. I would put that at medium term. Long term, I would say Porto actually existing. So, you know, there's, there's, a re- <laughs> <laughs> there's a really long plan here for football that we don't know a lot about just yet. But yeah, I'd be a bit worried about even that. You know, the world is in dire straits when like Mohana can make a point like that. And I'm not sure if it's a football point or a climate change point. I'm <laughs> just like, I'm Porto, our Porto to the water. <laughs> Very. Yeah. Let's, let's not spiral, lads. Let's, let's keep it above water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well yeah. done. Well literally, done. literally. Uh, but something Bernie said about uh, Porte and Jose leads me perfectly onto uh, the last question, which is uh, at Canadian Guna Donyaya on Twitter, who says, which of the remaining 14 Premier League teams, and I, I'm going to expand this to uh, teams everywhere else, is the first to hire Jose? I think I, I just I just need a minute to think about the worst possible team. <laughs> But it's not rational. Anyone has an answer? Go ahead. The worst rational team is Newcastle. But um, listen, Jose is done in club level. 
A, the shitty teams can't afford him. And now that this is a super league, no one in the Premier League will be able to afford him because we're not even sure what they're going to look like. It's it's Portugal and it's, you know, internationals. I don't even think Inter would want him back, even though he left on good terms. Mm-hmm. Like, why why do that? It's over. Like, I, I think definitively now it is over. So I'm sorry can there's we, no answer to that question. Can I lump him into the same team we lump all the players? Can I say maybe in a couple of seasons, PSG... Let's say haven't well. I was gonna say the Champions League, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> I was gonna say haven't won the Champions League yet, but they might win it in, by default this season, like tomorrow. So, you know, Neymar will literally carry the trophy and run around with it. He doesn't care. Really. I'm, I'm gonna think modern, and I'm gonna think how can Mourinho continue to sell out? And then what crosses my mind is Sunderland till I die because they're on. We're just waiting for the next season to come. So Mourinho He'll make there his would money be, there. Yeah, he, yeah, and he would be just like back, and, and uh, I think that would be a good fit. That'd be that'd be fun. Yeah, I think actually, in terms of the team tactics fit, that would be the best team he's managed in a long time from a fit perspective. Just run around, pressure, play defensive football, try and you know not get relegated. I think it really suits the next phase of his career. He would love Grant Ledbetter. That's a hundred percent his type of player. Um, I'm gonna say. I mean, we, we've said this before, and it's an obvious link, but uh, Wolves, if Nuno ever goes, because Mendes is, you know, runs their club and runs Mourinho's career. So mm-hmm. there's that. Also, I thought Bernie's point about Porto is a reasonable shout. Porto have a really good manager, Sergio Conceição, but if he moves on at some point, which he should, because he's really good. Sorry, Porto, but um, th- I could see them doing it. If they exist, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is the caveat that you have to add to everyone. Um, all right. You know, we've, we've joked about it. Um, European Super League, it's a very serious prospect. They've got a website. They've and that's always website. how you know someone is serious. Yeah. And usually, it's, usually it's just an Instagram or a Twitter kind of handle. You know, it's like this business is not serious yet. But the website, it's down. Yeah, they've paid for that, you know. Um, Roger, you think it looks good? I think it looks cheap, man. I thought the website looked better than some uh, websites I see here on, like, Ontario municipal pages, for example. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a I, I, I not really to, the competition. I don't want to spiral down, but um, I was, I mean, I feel like they had such a coordinated strike. You know, they put all this in place behind the scenes. They released the news. All of a sudden, there's a professional website. I'm going to say professional, but you, know, you can say they could make improvements or whatever, but it was all in place. The infrastructure was even there, the so... clubs. The clubs all announced it at the exact same moment. Like clearly, yeah. yes, this was planned well, and it was planned at a much faster pace. And the fact that they were able to kind of keep it quiet. You know, we're talking twenty teams potentially here, plus whoever else in the football. Like keep it quiet, as in in the sense of like that this is coming out. You know, there wasn't those rumor mill that you'd expect leading up to something like this. The rumors were like the night before, and it, th- that's clearly a leak and it's going to happen. But like, I was expecting a bit more of a build up, let's say, since the beginning of the season, or let's say a couple of months ago, or maybe January, something. But it, it felt like it just got sprung on us. And it's quite impressive, actually, how they kept were able to keep the lid on it until like kind of it was a coordinated release yeah yeah wasn't there like a like what's his face ed ed woodward said yes to something for some revised champions league format mm-hmm. that's coming up and then on the two same days week, ago yeah two days ago and then you know big snake he released this news like two days later like where's the credibility now yeah which is exactly why i don't think that they're actually that serious <laughs> like i know they're doing interviews i know they're going around but 
if you, you think say, it's leverage, I think it's hundred percent leverage because you know to the point they literally if they didn't want this European Swiss model or whatever it is are calling the Champions League, all they had to do was say no. Like they literally, what I'm saying is there was no need to say yes. I think they said yes so that they could counter them and then say without them knowing to give give them the full leverage. Like that website, sure, you can make that website in a day. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like and they, they don't they don't actually have anything signed, sealed in writing. They have sent mem- MOUs to different clubs. And PSG still have a month to answer, by the way, though they've said no technically. Well, they've said no until they win the Champions League. Ba- then... Basically, yeah. yeah. Also, but they, they do have, strike they do me have as the clubs Otherwise have signed a document. Like, the, the clubs have signed something. I don't know exactly what, you know, uh, we don't know the, the, how the legal wranglings work. But Well, the know, rumor they... is a 23-year commitment to the Super League, right? That's the rumor. Well, it's, what the club said. The, the, so that twenty-three years is is the um, and Roche understands financial terms more than I do. But the the financing for the league is coming from J.P. Morgan, and it's a it's a it's a it's a debt infrastructure type of thing, and that term is twenty-three years. So people are linking the uh, the team's participation for twenty-three years to the term of the debt or that mortgage or amortization or whatever it is. I don't know. Um, right. the, the, the term um can we just shift a little bit to the actual football because we could read like just reading through this we i've seen on twitter you get bogged down with the legalities and can they make this happen and will fifa sue them and will uefa sue them but like i just want to get to like the competition format you know on the mm-hmm. website they have the little format let's just talk about the football but like they ideally what they would like at least in the short term is that it doesn't affect anything mm-hmm. that's the ultimate dream here is that premier league let's talk from whatever the local leagues keep going right and the Champions League keeps going, and they kind of try and fit another 25 games into the schedule somewhere. A whole another be, season. Yeah, that's pretty much they want to fiddle another Let's clarify season. something, though. When you say Champions League keeps going, it keeps going, but without them. They're not saying they want to play Champions League and European Super yeah, League. Yeah. They're saying, yeah. we're out of the Champions League. We're going to play Super League, and you guys can keep your, you know, poxy champions league that's what that's right. what they're saying so what i see is that if that is if that happens where the league like, i think most fans are not mad about the champions league they're mad about like the local leagues and how they will get affected so in in reality they're saying the league is not going to get affected and we will just basically replace the champions league with this more lucrative thing because we were tired of propping up the league where the one the champions league where the one that kind of brings in all the money etc 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 so if they just replace the champions league with this i think i'll just feel a little bit less for kind of less bad about its effect on football but that said they will be making so much more money out of this the 400 million or whatever that it will affect the league because then you've got so much money you've you know, you've increased the imbalance between the teams and the inequality, etc. Also, in the long run, let's say 20 years from now, what will end up happening is they're making so much money out of this if everything goes well and, you know, the way they planned it, that the league will start to become, I'm playing my subs because of I've course. got this game on the midweek. And it's so I think short term, it's not so bad if the leagues continue, but long term, it will change the landscape for sure. Well, this is the thing, like to, to participate in both, these clubs are going to need essentially two two world class 11s right to, to to participate successfully in both they would need basically two squads which means more of the players more of the good players in the world concentrated at a smaller amount of teams as you said it increases the disparity between 
the teams that are in this and the teams that aren't massively, like massively, it's, it's a joke. Um, and there, there is no, there would, there would be no motivation for these clubs to do well in their domestic league because it literally doesn't matter because they qualify for the, they're in the, the, the founding members, I mean, are in the ESL anyway I think in, the, in this format. I think the problem is that it makes football into content and not a competition. Effectively, yes. it becomes a Netflix model because that's what's going to happen. The TV rights from this are going to go to the zone, Amazon, whatever. They're also going to shaft traditional cable, which is, is one thing I think is, a good, is the only positive thing that could ever come from this is that. But the main problem, as Alex said, is, well, for me, I think the main problem is the competition side. The, the fact that the 12 founding members all get to play all the time and then and then they invite or there's this weird qualification but really it's an invitation i've got the details to have the other teams so so one one second we'll get there um but that's really what it is the the 12 founding members all get in right they're there all the time or it's 12 and then there's three that are going to come in at 15 so 15 are always in that is to me the main problem the things with the leagues and locals is is absolutely correct it will happen but if someone has said, simply said, you know, this is a meritocracy, you know, and we're doing a separate tournament, guys, come join our tournament, screw the Champions League, come join our tournament, you can qualify with your league position, I think people could grasp it better. Because at least there's that meritocracy. It's something for West Ham to look forward to, something for Leicester to look, to look forward to. It's based on the performance on the pitch. But now what they're doing is they're saying, whatever you do in England doesn't matter. So... They're literally saying whether you're a good fan, whether you're a bad fan, who, like whether you have good ownership, you have bad ownership, screw you. We're doing our thing and we're going to kill you in the process. That, to me, is anti-competitive. And there's antitrust laws against this for every other business in the world, except for, except for football. It's bullshit. Sorry, Rache, go ahead with the, with the details. Yeah, that's, uh, I was, you had me at antitrust laws. So I was really into that. Um, okay, so getting into the competition details, just to clarify for everybody. So as we said, 20 teams, 15 founding clubs, the remaining five places will be decided by a qualifying mechanism based on the performance of the teams in the previous season. I suppose that's with their domestic leagues. Starting in August, the teams will be split into two groups of 10 with clubs playing home and away in a double round robin format for a total of 18 group matches per team. Fixtures will take during midweeks to allow clubs to still participate in their domestic leagues. The top three teams of each group will qualify for the quarterfinals with the teams finishing fourth and fifth from each group, competing in a two-legged playoff to decide the last two quarterfinalists. The remainder of the competition will take place in a four-week span at the end of the season with the quarterfinalists and semifinals two-legged ties and the final in May is a one-legged fixture. And so the total matches in the competition over the course of the season, 197 matches. This Those is stupid. Details. This is stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry, like, like the stupid. issue. The, the issue is that, like, I get it. They're trying to guarantee, but 15 teams. You play the same teams over and over and over. It, it can guarantee them money. Yes, like Bernie said, it turns into a reality TV show where basically there's season one, season two, season three, and season not in, in a competitive way. Season is in like Netflix seasons. Yep. So what happens is that the whole like, you know. When you look objectively at like you supporting your team, it's the ups and downs that create the experience over your lifetime. Let's say mm-hmm. whatever you support a team for thirty years, the ups and downs create. Obviously, you always want to be up, but without realizing it, it's a down that makes the up so sweet, etc., etc., etc. 
And as Arsenal United fans, you know, we can attest to that. So what this removes is it removes the ups and downs. It starts to become like, oh, well, I came fourth in the ESL or I became or I came second in the ESL. It's against the same teams over and over. I just don't see it being as fun. Well, yes, so that. And and also what it does is, and, and let's America let, let's American, let's remember how much American influence is involved in this. It it Americanizes the game in that in US sports, because there is no relegation promotion, you can just take a year off, basically. Like in baseball, if a team's not doing very well halfway through the season, they will often trade a bunch of their best players because this season's a write-off. Let's save some money. We'll rebuild next year. You can literally just take a year off because nothing changes for you. You keep getting richer. You keep getting all the Mm -hmm. money. And then you just go again the next year. So you could completely feasibly have a club uh where you know they're not doing very well but they keep the manager in place because there's no need to change it right now and like it literally doesn't matter and then the fans just have to watch the crap for a year or two until the club decides that they want to make a real go of it because you're making you're making you're making you 350 million regardless even if you come 15th as as part of the founders yeah it it does eliminate competition completely but let let let's look at it from the founders perspective what they're saying they're saying we did our research we've got all this percentage numbers we've done our whatever and we're you know we're seeing that the people young people care less and less about football it's losing it's this and that and they're trying to make it a bit more competitive a little bit more fun and to get more people to watch it but like but again that's still nonsense because like florentino you know agnelli was you know reading out some stats that football fans now support players 10 percent of football fans support players cool cool that's 10 percent of them that doesn't change you can still do that any way that, that any format you want the second thing they said is that 16 24 year old as you rightly said are watching football less that i can concretely tell you was bullshit because if you look at the popularity of football in north america alone it is the most watched sport in that demographic and the most played sport in that demographic and the number is only increasing so this this idea is that they're telling you without your even you sources by the way that we did our research 16 24 year olds it's complete garbage that they're using to justify that they simply want more money there's no stat there's no single stat that they are that agnelli or perez gave that has any foundational backing and people have come out and said that by the way so it's yeah. they're just gaslighting you. And then one more point, you have these idiots on Twitter who are going around saying, well, UEFA and FIFA aren't the good guys anyway. So what the fuck? It's like, that's not the point of the conversation. <laughs> UEFA and FIFA being bad guys does not have nothing to do with the fact that these guys are doing corporate greed in isolation and leaving everybody else out. There's two separate conversations to be had there. A hundred percent. I also just wanted to chime in on that stats point because um, my favorite one that I've seen so far is Florentino Perez says 40% of young people aren't interested in football because there are too many games of low quality. 40% of young people, just generally young people, yeah. just yeah. everywhere. I, I just want to, like, whenever Florentino Perez is talking about stats and there's some nice round numbers like 10% and 40%, can you imagine the guy, like, looking at a computer screen with charts and, like, graphs? Like, I don't think this guy, like, he started his career without emails. I don't think he knows how to use an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> Who's feeding in this data? All of this is fraud and crap. Also, I'd like to say that the, the one thing that, that came to mind also is I was talking to my brother about this and he made a point that I didn't think about. Is like, yes, UEFA and FIFA are fraudulent and whatever and everybody's a money grab. We all get this and they're worried about their pockets. They're not worried about the fan and we all agree. Mm-hmm. But it's still a 
separate body, let's call it unbiased separate body that regulates the competition. When you have this ESL, you have 15 members that are founders and all equal, etc. You are basically governing your own competition. Yep. So it's a bit weird to not have an unbiased third party govern something like the, you cannot be a member. You, it's just weird to have the members govern the, the thing. You know what I mean? Yes. So to an extent, the Premier League does that. So the, the Premier League has the FA in a kind of somewhat overseeing capacity, but the Premier League does, can set the rules for itself. But there are 20 clubs, all of whom have like very differing kind of yeah. positions Needs. and values. Yeah. And so compromises have to be reached, right? With the, with the, the 15 elite, in, in quotes, clubs, all just wanting to make money, you know, decisions would be very different right. and easier to, well, to ram through remember they tried to do projects whatever it was called and united project. and liverpool were leading it and the idea was tv rights would go mostly to you know these mm-hmm. big six teams and they really said it's the same principle in that what they said was yeah give us more money it will generate even more money for the premier league and it will give you more in solidarity payments which is effectively what super league actually said that they'll be able to put in 3.5 billion or something like that in solidarity payments to the other football clubs so they stay alive that's garbage no one wants that like yeah, don't, don't kill them in the first place um, <laughs> yeah yeah it's also i would i would wager thinking now again from an arsenal's perspective just a kind of a, my own perspective i would wager that Kroenke bought the club knowing this is where it's heading as an investment i would bet a lot of the americans that got into the sport are obviously we know they bought them as an investment we already know that that's given but i feel like this is something that you kind of know is happening because you don't you don't put a 600 whatever it is million or whatever it was payment down for no reason like you have to have a long-term plan for these clubs and i feel like this was always the goal here and the goal was to make a lot of money and this is how they're going to do it I, I feel more sorry for Liverpool fans in that Arsenal fans, United fans, like we all knew that the Cronkies and the Glazers were complete dickheads and, and corrupt bastards. But like John Henry seemed like a decent owner, transformed Liverpool, made them a really good team, seemed to get it, you know, and then and then has, has turned around and stabbed them in the back. I still think that Tottenham have really lucked out over here being amongst the elites. So, I mean, we should be be talking about Arsenal and Tottenham now. Arsenal, we're talking about being in ninth place in the league this season, who are now automatically in this ESL and elite clubs. So, I mean, where's all the heartache from the last 10 years? We're going to resume Bayern and Arsenal fixtures. Yeah. The last the last Champions League fixture Arsenal played was the 10-2 against Bayern. I agree with you, Shane. It shows you that when they picked the elite in quotations, it was not... Obviously, there's a, the achievements and all that, they, that came naturally because it just corresponded. But when you look at the list of the top, top richest clubs, that's basically the top 15 they picked. They picked the top 15 richest club. That's why Tottenham is in there. And yes, Arsenal on merit, if this was just footballing, should not be in there. They just picked the top 15 richest club, but Arsenal is super rich. Arsenal is like, you saw the thing that came up recently, like fourth in the world or something. Just, you know, we don't spend the money, but we have it. We're rich. We've got the fan base. <laughs> we've got all that stuff. So they just picked the 15 top richest club and they bung them into this competition. Yeah. I, I particularly, well, you know, it's awful. But one of the funniest things that I found about the response from some areas so far is that clubs who have absolutely nothing to do with this are like <laughs> tweeting, 
<laughs> their response is so like Real Sociedad released a statement today being like we are against the Super League and I'm just like that's not going to turn them around that's <laughs> they're, they're all ready to go and then Real Sociedad come out with a statement like oh shit guys there's there's the other flip side of that coin which is completely opposite which is teams in like the fourth English division are tweeting we would like to confirm that we will not be joining the ESL <laughs> yeah I think I think that uh, what, what is interesting is, <clears throat> like you said, these guys have no point and not going to change anything. <laughs> what is interesting is that players are starting slowly mm-hmm. to say that they don't like this. Now, Ander Herrera doesn't matter to anybody. He was the first <laughs> one, but he doesn't matter. Plus, his team is like PSG literally said they're not going to do it so he can pump up his chest like Draxler did. But Bruno Fernandes threw some shade, though I, I thought it'd be better if you actually came out and said something. But Milner came out today. And said, absolutely not. I don't like it. Klopp yep. was put on the spot and he said that he doesn't like it. Yep. What For me, what this will do is any manager coming out in their press conference after that and is asked, and you don't say you're not in support of it after Klopp did, you know, it becomes a bit of a problem. You become that asshole. So you have to come out and say you don't like this. And Milner said it. Milner doesn't say that, in my opinion, unless the rest of the squad feels similarly so I'm, I'm quite surprised with how much they were kept in the dark managers players they seem to be quite in the dark like there's a lot of rumors today that basically every club in the top in those <laughs> top 15 it's a top 15 now not top six <laughs> out of the top 15 actually sat down with their players their staff and their managers and actually were explaining to them what this means and what the plan is and this goes back to that first point i made which they seem to have done such a good job in the secrecy aspect. I think it was just like owners sitting around the table and nothing else. The fact that someone like Klopp barely knew this was happening and then it got sprung on him, that's, you know, that's big. Yeah, that's you, not something you can do easily. United had a Zoom today and the players were furious, mm-hmm. according to the, the Daily Mail, but someone else picked it up. I can't remember who, but the players were absolutely furious. And they were also furious about because what we're saying is interest of the club, but they're also furious that they left them to answer the questions at the press conference mm-hmm. after the Burnley game, where Solskjaer had to be like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I think Mason Green was like, uh, what? So it's like, you cowardly, like, pieces of trash it's, it's let nice. this out, here's and one, I have to answer for you. Here's one. Do you think anyone cares how Timothy Fosu Mensah feels after his transfer to Bayer Leverkusen? Because well, he's not he's in the 15. Did you say something? The German clubs aren't going aren't to get involved anyway. Because yeah, now he's true. not in the elite. That's why. I, I like the idea that I like the idea that I think players, even Bamford today, was saying, you know, he was just scrolling through Twitter. I think we, all of us fans, lowly fans, were doing the exact same thing. These players were getting paid million doing yesterday. Everybody was just scrolling through Twitter, trying to get as much information as possible. But the fact that the players were in the dark, managers were in the dark. That's that's a big move, man. Now let's talk a little bit about FIFA. Forget UEFA and Champions League. FIFA now. They're they're kind of on the fence. They came out and said, we discourage it, which means nothing. But if they did say, you know, I think the clubs and the players in the top 15 will have the ultimate power move here. You know, oh, you want to ban us from the World Cup? Good luck, anybody watching. You want to ban us from, from the UEFA competitions? Good luck, anyone watching. I think they will ultimately have the power here. What do you guys think? Do you think FIFA and UEFA can actually do anything by banning these players? Yes. And I think so because... I mean, firstly, someone, I think Get French Football News put out the French team if they banned all these guys and it's still pretty good. <laughs> like, like, listen, the thing about the World Cup is fans will watch it. Like, people always say, oh, they won't watch if Messi or not. They will watch this yeah, thing. Like, let's, let's be honest here. They will watch it. The TV rights are also set in stone. 
So FIFA and UEFA for the Euros can literally do this and not have any financial repercussions from it because it's set in stone. You think what Qatar might be like, hey, guys, let them have it because like we're scared, but they can do this and it will have a significant impact on, on, on this. And by the way, FIFA is not saying anything because they're waiting for what UEFA's fallout will be. Because if UEFA wins this battle, then they don't have to say anything. But if UEFA do impose this ban, FIFA will support it. That, that's what's going to happen. FIFA will support it. Because think about this. If Infantino doesn't support them, like UEFA, UEFA will do everything in its power to get that man out. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he needs the UEFA support to stay well, in his all job. The, all, the, all the top manage, whatever management positions and owners of clubs and stuff, they all dropped out of their UEFA positions, correct? Like, that's official. So mm-hmm. that's not an easy... That's not. I know, Bernie, you're saying leverage and stuff, but that's not an easy position to, you know, to get out of there and then what? come back like i just i really truly believe they want this they want the money they want their 400 million and i don't think they're gonna get it no matter what format that champions league is played in i think this is i think that's why i think it's a poker game that's why i think it's leverage because they're going to get something big from uefa and then they're not going to have to abandon the super league i mean sorry and then they're going to abandon the super league i i just don't see the super league as a thing that's ever going to happen because listen lawsuits alone We'll take this thing, like I mentioned, antitrust, like with that Roche light. Those things take years. You can't, you can't run this competition while something like that is going on. It will literally take years, and everyone will come to the table, negotiate with each other, and then whatever. So, guys, here's an interesting question: Has the Europa League and Champions League, Champions League for this season, effectively been cancelled? Not yet. Not yet, but supposedly, so we're recording this on Monday. Um, people from UEFA have said they expect a decision to be made by Friday as to whether the clubs who are supposed to be in the Super League will be kicked out of the Champions League and Europa League. So that's why PSG could win the Champions League by default. That's why it could be what who's left in the Roma in the via Europa, Real. Roma via Real. Um, in the Europa League. So, I mean, that's, that's what UEFA have to do. If they're serious about this, if they are going to actually stand up to it, they have to start doing this and they have to start doing it now. I hope so they the do. Clubs have to, have to I, hope, I hope they ban all the clubs from Europe. I really, and that, they, they of need course, includes Man United. I hope they, they do. They need a power move. The question is whether they have the, the, the ability and the, the legal right to do so. Right. Like that's another question. I'm sure people are going through papers and reading contracts and trying to figure it out. But like at the end of the day, I feel, yeah, they have to sit down and agree. But I don't know, man, it's it's weird. Like this whole Champions League, Europa League, like this season, does this season have anything to do with it? They, you know, they're starting this next season. Why, you know, why abandon this season? It, well, well, you know, you know, to that point and to Rache's question, like, like I said, I hope they do. But here's one thing I read where. Man United, I think it was from a Man United source where they said, if we can't, so I, I think it's supposed to start in 2023, 24, but some teams want it to start literally next year. And they're saying if they can't start the Super League next year, they hope to play in the Champions League. <laughs> I'm like, what? The cheek. <laughs> the, cheek. the absolute cheek. Nah, yeah, fine. no, like if you're going to have your Super League and you're going to start it in a few years, then you do nothing until then. You know, that has to be the 
Yeah, I, th- I, I, I still think in the long term, it might sound crazy to us now, but people are saying, well, this is how the Premier League started, etc. Mm-hmm. You know, Sky is coming out and said, well, well, Sky, you, you know, you turned it from a TV-based sport to a subscription-based sport. It's that everybody kind of, it's just, we are around now when the change is happening, but this change has happened but, across the well, I think I think the most important part of that is as long as it's a meritocracy, people can let it go. Like the Premier League, Yes, it happened and some people didn't like it, but there was still relegation and, promo- and, and promotion. It mm-hmm. didn't actually change the fundamental structure. It just added another league. And maybe non-league clubs were upset, sure, because it means it's another tier we have to get to, but there's a promise of more money even for those teams. In this, you're locking it off and promising five spots? Like, what? Like, if, if I think the compromise here is if they open it up, and say we're gonna have like how many number of teams and how many number of games and whatever whatever but they open it up and then they give more allocation of money to the teams who have the most viewers which are these teams that's the way that you can i mean there are many ways but that's how i'm top of my head thinking of a potential compromise the, the but it has to be a meritocracy if for the, this to make sense the la liga yeah. format Top teams get a lot more money because we're (laughs) propping this league. And well, think about it. Those five extra spots, if in like a couple of seasons, other teams start to realize like Bayern and Dortmund start to realize, okay, we've tried to take the high moral ground here. We're clearly getting screwed. That five five spots will get filled in no time. PSG, Bayern, Dortmund, like you can, you know, you can fill it and you're going to basically just have a closed league with no relegation or or promotion. Oh, this is the thing. I mean, the the statement is not clear as to whether those five spots change every year. It's not clear as to like, would you trust them not to just shut that off after a couple of years? They're like, yeah, the first couple of years, five teams can get in. Now that they're in, what what they'll do, what what they'll do is they'll they'll say they're going to keep it open, which they probably Mm -hmm. will. When the local leagues all die, hey, (laughs) come join our Super League. And this is this is the gigantic Super League which were controlled by the, the 15 clubs. Guys, this, this is a mafia move I've ever seen one. <laughs> it's, it, it's, you know, when you watch like these blockbuster movies, like, okay, the, the best example I have is, um, you remember the Superman movie from like 2003, four-ish? Not a classic, but Lex Luthor yes. basically wants to drain the oceans to create more land, which he can then sell at, like in a real estate sort of capacity yes. to make more money and it's just like and then what and then what <laughs> drain the swamp to, they've got to go to mars and like you like know. it's just it's just no but i like i like what you said alex about this will and i didn't think about it this way this will turn into reality tv yeah. or bernie yeah one of you guys said i could see that now i could easily see that turning into wwe storylines <laughs> the the ads that are gonna run the kind of stuff that the players are gonna come out and say the the whole like you know anticipate next season like you know there's no Mohanan, Rache hates commentators you're gonna get jr jim ross and the wwe commentators and you're gonna get like cutscenes in between the games like people you're coming in from the tunnels and ha- like to sub someone up it's gonna be wild man you're going to have more and more documentaries that happen during the season. You're going to have like, you know, get the scoop from inside the, the changing room and get the scoop of it. Like, it's just going to turn into that. All right, Roche. So, I'm not opposed to that. Hold on. Roche, let me ask you a question. You That's hate right. commentators, right? Some in particular, yes. You hate, you hate commentators. You said this. It's on record. Whatever. You hate them. Not in, all. In MLS, they get the freaking managers to literally answer interview questions while the game is going. Do it's you like that? No, I don't like that. Okay, you're going to get that. I guarantee you. <laughs> oh, 100%. So, so I, in terms of commentators, there's this one particular commentary team that I cannot stand. 
And they seem to have replaced that second commentator who was the main problem. They've replaced him. And so now it's more bearable. But I do want, if this all goes down, I want the option to, on my remote control, <laughs> hit the button that mutes the commentator. Because right now, without fans and without commentary, it would just be like I'm sitting in the stadium watching a training ground you, exercise. You, you can have your no commentator. I would say the one big positive out of this is if they don't decide to use VAR. I mean, that would be... That, yeah. would, that, that would take me over there. Let's Sign not go down the VAR. Wanted, there's, no, there's no consequences, so why have VAR? <laughs> it's, it's, it's not like if you lose a game, you're not going to get into the top four. <laughs> you want more drama anyways because you want that documentary to have drama. You want the post-game analysis. You want the talking at the halftime. You want all the stuff to have drama. Yeah. yeah. At halftime, the top 1,500 wrong decisions that made absolutely no difference. <laughs> um, Alex, right, we, got, we got a question. From oh, Jamie yeah, Brackpool, that might be a good way to segue. Go on. Oh, I, you read them, but I'll, whatever. Question for the lads. What teams are you all supporting after the Super League goes through? Sulphur City Ultras, Wrexham AFC Bootleggers. <laughs> <laughs> Which teams are you supporting? I, I, I'm going to go uh, yeah. Barry Wonders. <laughs> I like it. Yep. I like it. Um, I, I, could, I, could, I could transition to, to Norwich. I could do that. I'm going Albion Rovers in Scotland. That's that the actual team? team? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, um, I think for I'm once gonna in my life... Leicester. I'm going to do Leicester properly, like if we're talking top team. What if they get Leicester. in, though? You'll have to change uh, they, they won't get in. <laughs> They'll bottle it. Yeah. I think I might decide to glory hunt for the first time in my life and go to like, either Bayern or PSG. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Could you imagine if Bayern and PSG just get tons more fans because of this? That would be very, very funny. Um, all right. Um, Bernie mentioned meritocracy. Roche mentioned something being more bearable when a certain per- person was replaced. Both are good segues. Jose Mourinho has been sacked. It's been coming. Uh, we've all been calling for it. Everyone's been calling for it. The, the twat is gone. <laughs> It's uh, so Spurs top four, huh? No, <laughs> um, but so okay, so they've replaced him in the interim with Ryan Mason, former player who got a bonk on the head and uh and couldn't play anymore and then took it, went into coaching. Um, and there's this clip that's been going around recently of Ryan Mason on Sky as a pundit reacting to Jose Mourinho's treatment of Luke Shaw. And basically saying, like, you can't treat people like this. You're not going to get the best out of them. So really, quite a good replacement, at least from a philosophical standpoint. What I find funny about this is that, the, okay, Mohanit, like, really hates Spurs. Uh, Alex doesn't hate them, but he understands he has to be a rival, whatever. But um, I just want to get that out there. Um, <laughs> no, I, I like Spurs. It's fine. Oh, okay. Um, oh, he likes him because Alex, oh, disclaimer, Alex's dad is a Spurs fan. So I'm, I'm really happy for Alex's dad today because yes. he must be relieved. Well, so. Alex, Alex, Alex has a lot of confusion going on. His dad is a Spurs fan. He grew up as a United fan in school. There's Norwich there and then Arsenal. Like, he's just a confused child. But <laughs> Roma, there's also Roma, don't forget. I, Which I is why he's this. upset. I can explain this perfectly. No, no, you don't need to. You don't need to. The thing that bothered me about this, and like I know Mo will love this, is Spurs players are such betas. It's disgusting. <laughs> like, they're, they're, like it's on. They have no sense of pride. Like they, the the stories are that they revolted to get this man sacked. Okay, so and then, and then like Harry Kane. Oh, 
boss, I'm gonna miss you. Son is in tears on Instagram. Son's Lucas Mora is like, yes. oh, do, 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 do. like okay. Like, as as funny on. as that, as funny as that is, the stories were that like there were four or five who actually really liked him, including all of those people that you well, just mentioned, because, because and the rest of them didn't. You know why? <laughs> because they played every week. Because his tactic was, you guys do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> while these other guys, just no. What what happened is he created a class system yeah. within the club. Kane, Son are in the top class and then he literally created an, an illegal class <laughs> yeah that's gen- that is genuinely that's very well put uh with Aurier at the very bottom <laughs> oh man if Ndombele said something I'll be really disappointed <laughs> yeah. isn't there isn't there an Amazon documentary this season no no oh darn it I would have loved to see him get sacked I would watch that on loop yeah they really got the wrong the wrong season uh speaking of managers um quick link Patrick Vieira is being linked with Crystal Palace. I mean, I know he gets linked to like fucking everything, but Sorry, I would take, I, w- I would be interested to see that Vieira at Palace. Uh, he can win the league at this point, so <laughs> it, I think it would definitely make Crystal Palace more exciting than charismatic. I mean, doesn't yes. take much to be fair. I mean, it could be like a rock. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Roy Hodgson is such a solid manager, you know, mid-table, that's what you get. But like Patrick Vieira, you don't know if it's going to go up, down, explode. Exactly. Explode. You could either win the league or get relegated. So if yeah. you want to take that chance with Crystal Palace, uh, go for it. Yeah. And maybe Patrick Vieira will win them a Champions League in two years. Possible. <laughs> Against Ibar in the final. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of competitions, um, you know, old school, old school competitions, retro competitions, mm. the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in Alex, the past a long time like, 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 we've been talking about the fall of the FA Cup for like 10 years but now oh boy <laughs> yeah it is basically the Johnson's paint trophy at this point um, it, it's going to be Chelsea against Leicester and uh, deservedly so Mohanad uh, you like to tell us when you get predictions right um, you looked at the lineups and said Chelsea would beat Man City from the first minute, I said 100% put my whole worth on it. Chelsea are clearly here to play. City, Pep with his arrogance. He thought that team was going to beat Chelsea that having conceded. Like, Chelsea conceded like a goal all season. Something crazy, you know, since Tuchel took over. And he put <laughs> out like goal. Torres and Gabriel Jesus. And listen, man, like that's just arrogance. I don't care. You have other competitions. You're trying to win the treble, the quadruple, whatever you want to call it. Like you needed to play a team. And here we go. Like... Chelsea were clearly way more up for it. The 50-50s, the team was just much better. And it was very clear that they were not going to concede this game. I kind of back Mo on this because, like, Pep will get himself into that semi and then he'll throw it away with his nonsense, like, yeah. tinkering with his own success. Like, what, what's wrong with this guy? Like, just do exactly what he did the last game. You don't have a plan B. <laughs> so why do you have a plan B lineup right now? Like, just put your plan A goddamn lineup anyway. Like, what's your problem? The thing is, that's a very good point. Because, like, Leon, right? What did he do? Like, a 3-5-2 piece of trash or something like that? Like, we like just play your plan A, as, as Roche said. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> to be fair, he didn't mess about the system. He just played his slightly not as good player. He played Torres, bro. Like, okay, first of all, first of all, let's not get into the Sterling thing. But even Sterling up there with Torres and Gabriel just is nothing. Sterling needs the good players around him. He needs things to happen, and he will not do it with with Torres and, and Gabriel just. So that's Sterling also off the team sheet. So who do you have left? You've got De Bruyne trying to win the game on his own. 
It's not going to happen. And then no. he gets injured because he did the little roulette thing. And, you know, I loved it. People on Twitter was like, bro, just stick to your crossing. Let's not get all fancy here. <laughs> okay, this is what happens. He probably wants to sit down for a second. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he played. Why are you resting Ederson? Tell me Ederson was injured or so help me God. Okay. La, 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 la. Oh, hang on. Stefan? Yeah, love that that was... goal was unbelievable. Alex, this is not the time to play your sub keeper who hasn't played. I don't care, bro. Play Edison. I don't, I don't disagree with you, but you think Edison's shit too. <laughs> That's fine. I'm thinking from a pep perspective. Play your number one, even if you shit. Just play your number one. I mean, for God's sake, Chelsea beat you with with Kepa in goal. That's disgusting. I, I will play remind you, you that Arsenal Kepa. won a bunch of FA Cups with you know Ospina. In goal, that's, Alex, and... that's but, Arsene Wenger. Don't but, even try and put him in the same bracket as Pep. But Ospina Ooh. is a professional, like Zach Stefan. I'm not <laughs> sure if he's even the, like the positioning on that goal, mate. Like, the, I, I was stunned. Bizarre, I was stunned. so bizarre. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing out there? No, it was it was bad. Melier tried his best impression. But we, maybe we'll get to that nonsense competition. Leave Melier alone. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't even know if we want to go through the Premier League, to be honest, this, this week, but we could if you want. But. So actually, before we go there, can we, like, as United fans, can we uh, divert Goodness. some attention? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just Pep you and Bernie. Eliminated? Pep eliminated in the semifinal and tinkering with his lineup. You're just happy no more. Team. You're just happy no more quadruple on the cards. Yes. That's one of the things, yes. And Pretty now much. from the Champions League as well. But the treble, the real treble is still on. So actually, no, what am I talking about? No, it's not on. So he won the League Cup already or something? What happened? No, no that, the League that's, Cup next that's weekend, what they sacked Jose for. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that. Can we talk about the fact that Jose was like, he was he had it all tied up. I won your first trophy in 30 years. I'm the greatest ever. Yada, yada, yada. And then they didn't even give him the final. The I love that. Mouse, the, the Mickey Mouse Cup. I mean, he was going to lose anyways. But the Mickey exactly. Mouse Cup final. Can, they didn't even give him that. Can I paint the picture just, just as a United fan that Rochelle appreciate is that he did the whole war with Solskjaer about like the trophy statement, which is taken out of context. Like his his boss would never say that trophies don't matter, knowing that he was gonna play in a freaking final. And then he lost to Solskjaer, which was his last his last, his last game he lost was to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. And the first game he lost was to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. And he tried to pick a fight with this man over trophies, may. Honestly, I think Jose is in his house crying hot tears. <laughs> He's it like, was... the insults. <laughs> I hope so. I want to see that. I want to see him cry and break. Well, you <sighs> know that scene in, in the Amazon doc where he's watching Sky in his office and someone on Sky is basically saying like, is Jose a dinosaur or is, can he still manage? And he just looks at the TV and goes, fuck off. <laughs> I just imagine it will be that for two weeks. I want, I want that clip in his house. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um, sorry, I just want to mention the other team that reached the FA Cup final, which is Leicester, the one-nil victory over Southampton. Tried to watch this, but it was boring, and I didn't focus on it. Bro, talk about boring. The first half of Chelsea City. Did you see the? Did you see the halftime show with Gary Lineker? <laughs> All they did was literally shit on the first half. Like they literally said stuff like, "Well, you know, we don't really have a lot to talk about, so let's talk about some <laughs> random stuff." And then at the end of the segment, they're like, "Well, I'm glad we could stretch out this boring, horrendous 45 minutes of football." It was literally nothing. Like Gary Lineker was literally just going all out on the quality of his game. So 
just reminded me, Alex, when you said that. Yeah, that game wasn't the best, but oh man, that first half. So that, so that Super League is going to be really fun, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, plot twist, they all knew about the Super League, so they were downplaying this competition and uh, buttering everyone up. Well, the best thing is like, the announcement came on a weekend where none of the top teams really did that well. Like, you got City lost. Well, okay, they lost a good team, but then you got, you know, Tottenham drew to Everton, Arsenal drew to Leeds, Liverpool, uh, and then Fulham, and then Liverpool drew to Leeds, and everybody's obviously using that as banter of like, you guys sure you want to do this? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, on that on that note, that United are going to win the Super League. <laughs> yeah. Well, the problem the problem with the Super League is that a big chunk of it is like big games, so and semifinals. So, uh, so, 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 so Bruno, no, Bruno Fernandez isn't going to show up. Bruno, no. This is why Bruno is Mate, threw shade whole, at it. The, the okay. whole thing is actually just little games. <laughs> If it's not a penalty, if it's not a penalty, there's no Bruno Fernandez influence. There, there's no VAR, mate. What are we doing I here? <laughs> I haven't seen Bruno do anything in a while. I have to say, he yeah, had the, a dummy. He had the, a dummy. Yeah, he head. just took the Donny Van der Beek thing and just said, "If I don't touch the ball, it might be better than me like whacking passes into the stands." So, how much yeah. you want to bet if you did make it into the Super, or you did play in the Super League, Van der Beek would turn into an absolute monster? He's just like, "This is my level. I, I just couldn't deal with that dross in the Premier League." <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, like, um, yeah, United are the only ones that kind of profited this this weekend 3 1 to Burnley, so that's good. I mean, only what eight points away, six games to go. It doesn't matter, remember? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Eight, eight points behind City, and now we're looking at the games where they dropped points to West Brom, you know, two points dropped there. They lost to Sheffield United. What a useless three points drop there. Like, I mean, you're just looking at the that where they you know, lost points this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But City have games. lost more games than Man United this season. So no, whatever. They lost four. Like, like, lost four. No, they've lost five. They lost to Leeds last week, remember? I think it's four. It was tied and then they lost. Check it. But anyway, okay. the point is like twenty eight to twenty nine. United That's won a game. Works. United won a game and it doesn't matter that they won the game. I just can't get past the fact that it doesn't matter that United won the game. It just Im- imagine Moise's face if they don't get, if they somehow the Champions oh, League next man. season is just like the, the rest of the right. Like, okay, well, looking at it, I mean, if you look at the down the table, the teams that would get into the Champions League next season, if everything goes like how we expect, it would be Leicester, West Ham. United and Ev- Everton and Leeds. Oh, you mean if the, the, the yeah. Yeah, and Super League is Leeds? Done. Yeah. yeah. Why Leeds? Not why not Villa? Because oh my Leeds god, it is Leeds. Yep. For now. Holy shit. Leicester, West Ham, Everton, Leeds. Um, just check the table again and it is tied on four losses. All right, well done. Nice for Shay. You you get a cookie. I take the, I'll take the ESL. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's crazy shit. And then in the Europa League, actually I have Villa, Wolves, yep. and Crystal Palace. <laughs> yeah. And you know what I just did? I'm going to the championship table. We need six new teams, right? So we're going to get Swansea. We're going to get Swansea, Brentford, Bournemouth, Barnsley, Reading, and Cardiff City. And potentially Millwall. Imagine Millwall. And people don't think the Premier League is going to... People don't think Premier League is going to die. (laughs) The last time Millwall were in Europe was like 2004, wasn't it? Listen, Roche, no, no, that was the FA Cup final. Where Ronaldo is madness. If Millwall make it to the Premier League, hooliganism is back. They're gonna ban all these clubs from Europe anyway. I mean, like I know all fans are in uproar everywhere, but what about Millwall fans? Are they in uproar? They're always con- they're con- always in uproar. Constant state. They're in yeah, uproar always. when they win. 
appealing for offside with each little tidbit of news that comes out. <laughs> More like beating up a foreigner with each piece of news that comes out. Wow. Um, they should only be allowed to play Burnley every week. Yeah, definitely United. <laughs> Speaking of which, sorry, th- this came up um, uh, the other day. So you, we, we, you know, the the banter around Burnley not having any players that aren't white is is very is very well known. But I actually looked it up to to check, and they have two black players in their squad, both youth players, one of whom has made zero appearances, and the other has made four off the bench. Everyone else is white. Yeah, no, it's not. It, it, it's not banter. It's not banter anymore. <laughs> like it's actual it, it, policy. It's just racism. It, it, those four players remind me of that one player in the Slavia Prague or whatever team, the black dude standing I, there in solidarity. Mate, he needs to get out. But 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 Alex, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Everything. Every time we talk about something now, it's like, well, we've discussed this to death, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I beg that they add that to like every report on Sky Sports or like BBC or whatever. And Manchester United beat a Leeds this afternoon, maybe within three points of Manchester City. But of course, it doesn't matter. Back to you. In the can, can you imagine Slavia Prague after that whole like thing and they throw Arsenal out of the <laughs> Doesn't even matter. That's the new Champions League anthem before the yep. game starts. They're all just standing there. It's They're saying it doesn't even matter. It's all good. The, Metallica, nothing else matters. Yeah. The Super League theme song is is uh, Shane Shane McMahon. Here comes the money. Shane McMahon is the new president. I'm down. <laughs> oh mate. Oh, uh, well, God. you know, b- before we before we end and and to discuss another defunct, decrepit, and utterly pointless league, uh, La Liga, Atleti might pointlessly win it. Um, Real Madrid drew with Getafe this weekend while Atleti smashed, was it Ibar, I think? Um, future Champions League contenders, Ibar. Um, and they're what three points clear again so because this doesn't matter. I want to ask a question. Mm. <laughs> um, like, I've we've heard the Germans say a bunch of stuff, the French say a bunch of stuff, and uh, even the Italian meetings, whatever. Has anyone heard anything from like La Liga? Yes. Have they, yeah, have they yeah, come yeah. out in the oh. analysis? Um, can someone fill while I try and find the statement, please? Sure, yeah, no Roche problem. is going to sing. Just kidding. All right. So, um, I mean, I think uh, Inter Milan are going to win this area pointlessly. Ah, thank you for adding pointlessly. It's very important. <laughs> I do want to say, I mean, you know, 75 points, AC Milan 66. Yeah, it's a... No, I think La Liga is the closer one, Rishi. If you go to the La Liga table, I think with seven games to go, Atleti are very actually, capable of dropping. I, actually, Mo, you'll be surprised, but League uh, is actually the closest. Wait, 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 okay, for you and Rishi, here, here's a question, because since you're talking about Syria and La Liga, Messi is on a million dollars or a million pounds, whatever it is, a week, effectively, right? And we're all like, how is this money going to be covered, blah, 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 blah. We now know it's going to be Super League. But and Ronaldo, they were like, oh, top four, he might not make it into the Champions League. He's now Super League. Do you think the two of them support the Super League? Absolutely. I think they should okay. make their own league. Literally make their own league where they just play each other every week. <laughs> At FIFA. But yeah. honestly, the joke's on us because we've been bantering Avengers all season about Pirlo. And they, you know, they knew. They're like, let's just get a good-looking manager for the marketing. It literally makes no fucking difference. Pirlo, have a go. But that's what I mean. If all of these top um, owners and stuff, for two years at least, have been thinking it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, sorry, to, to answer Bernie's question, so the, the president of La Liga is Javier Tebas, and he said the, the following, at last, the gurus of the PowerPoint Super League, drunk with selfishness and lack of solidarity, are going to leave the five o'clock bar from the underground. UEFA, the European Leagues, and La Liga have been working at this for a long time, and they will get their due answer. Mm-hmm. So he's not happy, and is possibly drunk. So, so Rahul Kovapale, friend of the pod, said something, and I know he doesn't say uh, fake news, that Seferin, the UEFA president, is the godfather of Agnelli's daughter, and he mm. called him a liar and a snake. <laughs> yes, family feud. Wow. Make that the reality TV show. Oh That's Netflix God. watchable for sure. Real Housewives oh of Football Executives. That I would watch. Bringing oh. back the Medici's. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it. Anyway, I, this is how we m- managed to make every other conversation, Premier League, La Liga, Syria, into it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay, so, so before we wrap up Super League stuff, on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being so angry that you will not watch football ever again, how do you rate your feelings right now towards the Super League? If it goes through the way they want it, right? The leagues to stay, and then this replaces the Champions League, I assume, is kind of our premise, right? Um... Seven. Okay, but, so if it, but, but, but literally, potentially a nine and a half if it replaces the Premier League. So you'll still watch is what you're saying? Right now, yes. But with, with it replacing the Premier League, if it does in five to ten years, then that might be with just getting old anyways and life being in the way, that's probably the <laughs> final straw. I mean, for me, like I, I've, I've said it many times that I enjoy the international break for not having football. There's almost too much football in my opinion, even though I'm addicted to it and I get it, it's a problem, but I've fallen out of love with the game a little bit and this just makes it worse. I'm a 11 out of 10 furious with this. Will I watch it? If it's on, sure. Like you're always going to have a soft spot for United regardless, but it's not like I'm going to wake up at 7 a.m. in the morning to watch Manchester United versus Real Madrid again. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I don't. I won't. When the result doesn't make any difference. Like, I don't even watch El Clasico anymore. Like, what am I going to do with this? Like, I'm sorry. No. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel similarly. Um, you know, I, my, my fury about it is tempered by the fact that, like, they've been trying to do this for a while. So, like, while it all happened very quickly and it felt like a bit of a shock, once you get over that initial impact, it, you know, it's not that much of a surprise that they've they're trying this um i will watch it because it's impossible to just switch off your your love of the game that quickly uh, and i've already got a disown subscription um but i'm just not gonna care i'm just not gonna care there'll be nothing to care about so is that well, a 10 but that, that yeah. but that but that's what a reality tv show is gonna be it's not gonna be about competition anymore it's mm-hmm. gonna be like oh let's tune in and see what could happen this week yeah and and sorry, I should caveat that I will watch it initially because I'll be curious, and that I'm sure a lot of people will feel that way. But like, I can't guarantee that I will keep watching it. I yeah. I think that a lot of people. Oh, sorry, Rache, answer your own question. I I was just gonna say that I mean I saw I'm unclear about how they're gonna maintain such a high level of football. You know, we're talking you know Arsenal and Spurs are being amongst the elites now wow. say, of football. I mean, wow. this is just an example, but how are these elite teams gonna justify that they are still the elite teams? You know, they're assuming that they are. But well, if you know if the best players are not playing there, then then of course the standard is going to go down and it's not justified. No, but but Roger, the thing is that they'll have all the money and so they'll buy all the best players. 
So, okay. so they will have the be- all the best players. The question is, can you motivate them to play in this in this like fake? Yeah, but yeah, what so what like, Roche is saying is like, look at Arsenal that have all this money, but yet are so shit. No, what but if that's the point. That shit in the in, league in yeah, the ESL. In the, initially, they would get battered, right? But after five years of getting tons of fucking money every year, the those 15, 20 clubs will share all no, the world's but, best but, players. But see, that's a really good point, and I know we're done. But that you guys bring up a really good point in the fact that sometimes money is not everything. Sometimes players look at where the team is. Is the team in the Champions League? Is it not? And maybe take a little bit of a cut to be in a team that's in the Champions League, etc. Right? Like, look at Arsenal now. Arsenal have all this money. Yes, we don't want to spend it. But even if we wanted to spend it, even if you paid Kevin De Bruyne his same wages and paid City a hundred, he will not come to Arsenal because we're not in the Champions League. So that is a whole other factor that now players will just go after the money. It doesn't. We're all in the competition regardless, and they'll just go after the money. And well, there's I no think, incentive to actually pick and choose. Clubs. I think it's also the thing where you know there are lots of players who even when they are in, you know, the Champions League. Like Messi is doing, I'm go- we're going to win the Champions League this year or whatever. It means something to him to win his com- competition. A, because of the history of it. B, it's the biggest thing you can win in club football, right? You're now exporting him into a, a tournament that has no history. Blind, that is yeah. literally all about the money. Like, you will definitely see the, uh, like the level of competition actually decrease. Because mm-hmm. at this point, there's no stakes. Like, you know what I mean? There's, there's nothing. It yeah. becomes... Uh, when uh, uh, a European remember the International Champions Cup they play in preseason that's all this is that's literally all this the is International Champions Cup or whatever yeah in fact yeah. that was the model because those guys wanted to do this so that's the model that they're employing here and you and we expect players to give a shit yeah like, so this is nah. this is kind of like where we are like it's so there's so much that is not set in stone not understood yet and um, so I, I mean I, I'm still kind of mixed overall and how I should feel about this but obviously I still will continue watching my club and I, I, I do want to watch the best football I would love to see Man United against Barcelona I would love I would love to see Bayern Munich against Spurs 7-2 of course or I would love to see versus Arsenal I would love to see Classicos I mean but you see all of this already <laughs> like this is already often yeah, but the only difference is based on merit. We might not see it every season because maybe, you know, United suck and Arsenal suck, so you don't get to play Barcelona. But now yeah. what we're saying is even if you suck or even if whatever, you still get to play Barcelona. Yeah, like you don't always play against Real Madrid. It's like a once in a 12-year like thing for Man United. And there's always something that happens, which is right. like shady. But now it's and, and, every season. And you're right. Everything we discuss now by tomorrow will significantly change. It's going to change so much in the next couple of weeks. That's uh, so like the uh, Ontario government right now. <laughs> I mean, we can only hope for for revolution in in that respect. Uh, anyway, we'll we'll leave it there. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Um, go Stay get safe. your vaccine if you're eligible. Protest Doug Ford. Protest the Super League. And uh, we'll see you next week. Check, check the Ontario government website. Why? <laughs> uh, and tell me if the website is better or worse than the, than the ESL the website. website. <laughs> sure. All right. See you, lads. Peace. Bye. Thank you for downloading the Koshcast. Get in touch at underthekoshblog at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at under underscore the kosh. And for articles, predictions, and the full experience, go to underthekoshblog.com. Yeah.